Good morning. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media, here for this week's Five Minutes with Discussion. This week, I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to Scott Sellers, who is the President, the CEO, and the co-founder of Azul Systems. Good morning, Scott. How are you? Good morning, Rich. I'm fine. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So, as most folks know, you guys are very much into the Java space. That's what you do. That's what you know and love. Um, but Java is taking an interesting turn of late with um, some announcements or non-announcements, whatever you want to call them, that Oracle has made with them sort of stepping back from supporting Java. Um, first of all, am I getting this right with respect to what Oracle is doing? And then, um, more importantly, what are you guys doing about it? Yeah, so um, it, it definitely has been um, an, an interesting couple of months uh, in the world of Java, and, uh, and Oracle has made um, a, a number of announcements that are relevant for Java developers uh, in the enterprise sector as well as uh, in the embedded and others. Uh, first and foremost, uh, just to to um, address one of the, the, the aspects of the preamble of your question, uh, certainly Oracle is not stepping away from Java by any means. Um, what they have announced uh, uh, over a series of announcements and, and over the Java One conference is basically a, a reset of how they're going to approach the roadmap with Java and some specifics as to um, how they plan to um, uh, formalize commercial products uh, based on Java. Um, I think first and foremost, the thing to recognize is that, um, and, and very exciting really for the broader Java community, is that over time, um, Java and how it's developed has become more and more uh, developed in a, in a true uh, open community, uh, and that's called the OpenJDK community. Uh, OpenJDK was originally created uh, by Sun uh, back in 2006-2007 timeframe, and at that point, um, it was created based on outcry from the Java community who really wanted Sun to release their Java code into the open source community, and that's really where it began. But in that in that time frame, Sun would still develop uh, the Java runtime as a proprietary uh, set of software, um, release it under a closed source form, and at some point would release the code to the open source community and they could do with it what they wanted to do. Um, when Sun was, uh, was acquired by Oracle, um, Oracle actually um, continued um, Sun's commitment to start to allow for more of the actual development and the roadmap of Java to be more dictated and, and uh, have the open uh, source community involved. And, um, and they have followed through on that. And so the last um, several releases of Java, beginning with Java 7, uh, Java 8, and they recently announced and released Java 9, have all been primarily developed in the, uh, the OpenJDK open source community, which has been wonderful. The one nuance to all of that, though, is that while Oracle historically has used that code as the foundation for their closed source offerings, which is called the Hotspot uh, Java Runtime, there have been some subtle differences between what Oracle released and what uh, was available through the OpenJDK community. One of the significant new announcements um, that Oracle made uh, recently was that 
that also will no longer be the case. And, and the same exact source code that is uh, available in the open source community via OpenJDK will be the same exact source code that Oracle uses for their commercial products. So that's a big step. Uh, it's a wonderful thing because it basically means that you know there's no limitation as to where Java can go because now that same source code that Oracle uses for their commercial products can now be used by anyone and everyone for, uh, for whatever purpose uh, via the OpenJDK community. So that's one thing. The second thing uh, that was significant is that Oracle announced that eventually they will no longer be providing commercial products for the embedded sector. And uh, again, it kind of goes hand in hand with the announcement about OpenJDK being you know, the source repository for, for all of the Java runtime. And I think the message here is that you know Oracle is, is, has always been a very um, uh, a company very focused on the enterprise sector, um, the embedded sector. They largely inherited uh, from the Sun acquisition. It, it doesn't, from our perspective, Oracle doesn't really have the DNA of uh, the embedded market. And I think because of the fact that they now have enabled the the OpenJDK community to have the same source base that they use uh, for their commercial products, this basically says, let's allow the community to, um, you know, to, to serve the embedded and, and IoT markets. And, uh, and that's exactly what's happening. So what we're announcing also is our continued commitment to providing um, products and solutions and, and, um, and service offerings uh, for the embedded and the IoT space. Uh, we've been doing this for the last three plus years. Um, our products, uh, our, our Zulu embedded product is a build of OpenJDK that um, is in you know, tens of millions of devices, everything from automobiles to printers to cash ATM machines, security appliances, firewalls, all these different types of, of devices and appliances out there that run Java. So, you know, we're very, very prevalent already. And um, our announcement um, that we've made is that we will continue to uh, serve the embedded uh, markets. We will continue to take OpenJDK as a foundation, uh, port that to all the various processors that are needed in the embedded space, everything from uh, the ARM processors, the 32- and 64-bit version, of those, PowerPC processors, even uh, 32-bit Intel, which uh, is used also in the embedded markets, that we will continue to support those platforms. There's a ton of different uh, operating systems that are prevalent in the embedded space. We'll support those as well. So it's basically a reaffirmation that uh, Azul is um, the Java um, um, uh, service company for embedded Java use. So are you looking to take over what Oracle had been doing, you know, filling that gap? Well, we've, we've been, um, you know, having, in essence, a parallel product offering for the last three-plus years. And Oracle had something called Java SE Embedded. Um, our product in the embedded space is called Zulu Embedded. And those are basically, by feature and function, identical. Um, uh, they're both based on the Java SE standard. Uh, bo they both are coming from the same OpenJDK base. Um, Oracle made some modifications to release their closed source form, but at the end of the day, they really were the same in terms of function features, um, you know, full compatibility, um, passing the, the what's called the Java compatibility test, the TCKs. And that's what, one of the reasons we've been so successful in that space is because we have a true drop-in replacement, replacing a commercial closed source 
first product in the form of Java SE Embedded from, from Oracle and replacing that with a pure open source solution from us called Zulu Embedded. And, uh, and that, that strategy and, and those products have done exceptionally well. So I would say, you know, we continue on that strategy. Uh, for all of the future releases coming, um, you know, Java uh, continues to evolve. Uh, Java 9 was just released, and Oracle announced a continued commitment to uh, um, actually a, a more aggressive roadmap, frankly, in terms of, of uh, a more regular release cadence. Uh, we think that's great for the Java community overall, uh, enterprise sector, embedded sector, whoever else is using Java. So now we're going to have faster releases coming um, from, J from Oracle and the OpenJDK community. Um, certainly Azul uh, will be um, providing uh, Zulu embedded products that, again, provide support for all those various embedded processors and also uh, aligning ourselves with the uh, continued evolution of the, the Java SE roadmap. So it sounds like the Java community doesn't really have anything to worry about. Um, however, you're very close to it, and your nose, your your nose, your ears always to the ground. Um, are are people somewhat concerned? Um, I, I would say generally, uh, this has got their attention because, of course, any significant announcements like this uh, will get uh, people's attention. But I think at the end of the day, one of the things that actually has limited Java in the embedded space is that because there actually has largely, Oracle's really been the, the only major provider of Java runtime solutions in the embedded space. And since that was a closed source commercial product that they were offering, it almost became a pseudo proprietary um, standard, if you will, uh, for those embedded markets. And, and you were not able to freely distribute Java. Uh, if you wanted to integrate Java uh, in a device or, or a software application or what have you, you had to pay Oracle for that. And so, you know, there was a tax and a very um, clear-cut one that if you wanted to integrate Java, you had to pay. And that's a problem for, for many different uh, devices and, you know, where margins are thin and, and um, you know, competitive competitive market dynamics dictate lower and lower pricing, you know, our strategy, and this has been the case for, for over three years now since we've been in the space, has been to provide Zulu Embedded freely. You could come to our website. You could download it. There's no field of use restrictions. There's no royalties, et cetera. It's open source software. So, um, you know, you can use that product uh, in any and all embedded devices, uh, no royalty payments. And, of course, the way that, that we uh, as a company um, make money by offering this is, is the support offerings um, that we provide for the Zulu Embedded product. And what those support offerings provide is guaranteed long-term access, uh, guaranteed uh, security updates, uh, we offer patent indemnification, uh, we offer assurances in terms of, of code contamination and, and those types of things that can be a concern given the fact that uh, OpenJDK is, is based on the GPLv2 with a class path exception um, license. And you have to be careful with that because it is GPL at the heart of it. And so we offer uh, through our commercial contracts uh, with the Zulu embedded support offerings, um, um, uh, warranties associated and indemnification associated with code contamination and these types of things. 
so basically, you know, we monetize it through traditional open source business practices, but it's a great benefit to the to the user um, uh, in the embedded and IoT space because now you have a freely available open source uh, Java runtime that's fully performant, uh, meets all the specs, no royalties associated with it, and you know, for those companies that really need a commercial uh, support offering, that's exactly what uh, what we're here for. Very good. Uh, I'm afraid we've I'm afraid we've used up our five minutes, but this is really interesting, and I, and I'll be very curious to see how this plays out. Um, and it you know it isn't going to be something that happens overnight, but it'll be something that happens for sure. Absolutely. That was Scott Sellers. He is the president, CEO, and co-founder of Azul Systems. And I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Have a great day, Scott. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. <laughs>